We present Tony Hancock, Sidney James, and Bill Kerr in... Hancock's Half Hour. Ah, good afternoon to you, Mr. Hancock. And how are we feeling today? Oh, not so bad, nurse. Sitting up and taking notice. Like the weather, up and down. Keeping cheerful, looking on the bright side. Well, you're doing very nicely. Doctor's very pleased with you. Is he really? Well, I am glad for his sake. (laughs) He's done his job, and I've got to do mine. When do you reckon the plaster will be coming off? Now, don't you go worrying about that. You've got to give that leg a chance to set properly. Yes, of course, you're quite right. Mustn't rush things. Come on, get my pillow bashed up and off it. Would you like your face washed? No, I wouldn't. It's visiting day to day. Don't you want to look nice? No, I don't. I won't get any, and I'm certainly not going to have my face washed for all that lots of visitors. How do you know you won't get any visitors? Because I've been here three weeks and I haven't had any yet. Not a nibble. <laughs> it's very embarrassing on Wednesdays and Sundays. I feel a right Charlie sitting here sometimes. Every other bed in the ward piled high with visitors. I have to sit up with my headphones on, smiling as if I don't care. <laughs> I've heard him. I've heard him. Nobody visiting him again today, poor man. Take a biscuit over to him. (laughs) Oh, oh, come now. It's not as bad as that. It is. I'm unwanted. It's very sad. No one has been near or by this bed since the day I was thrown into it. (laughs) Nobody, not even a doctor. Very heartbreaking. I'm a very lonely man. If it wasn't for you bringing my boiled egg round in the morning, I'd go bonkers. <laughs> you're a very comely young lady, you know. No, no, stop that, Mr. Hancock. Remember your temperature. No, no, I mean it. Now, you're on nights next week, aren't you? <laughs> I'll tell you what, you undo the weights on me leg, and about two o'clock in the morning, I'll climb on the bed trolley and drag myself down to the duty room for half an hour. <laughs> you do no such thing. Now, come along. The visitors will be here in a minute. I'll run the fanler over your face. No, that's not the point. It's all that hospital soap. What do they use it for? Stripping paint? (laughs) Oh, dear, look, look. Use some of mine. I've got a box full here, all different colours. Have a flannel full of gardenia. (laughs) Oh, dear, all this trouble just for other people's visitors. All I hope is that there's something good on the headphones. Oh, you poor man. Don't you poor man me. I don't want your sympathy. I don't care if I don't have any visitors. I don't like visitors. Very boring. Nothing to say to them. Just sit looking at each other for two hours. Waiting for the bell to go. You're glad to see them go and they're glad to get out of it. (laughs) Yes, I'm quite thankful I don't have anybody coming to see me. It's quite a nice change to be on your own. They bore me stiff, visitors do. Oh, oh, here they come, the charge of the light brigade. <laughs> Look at them pounding up the ward. Anybody think there was a sail on? Look at this. <laughs> hey, hey, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Here, stand by my leg, there's a good girl. They knock it about something horrible with their baskets. You are in a bad mood. Well, I've every right to be. 
Chup, 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 do you want anything out of your locker? You're joking, of course. There's nothing in there. <laughs> Nobody brings me anything. There's just the stuff I brought in with me. A toothbrush, a flannel, a plastic bag and me box of coloured soap. Go on, clear off, leave me in peace. Look at it. Same as always. The only bed with no visitors. Not that I care. Well, notice I'm on my own again in a minute. Here we go. Hello. Dear, it's, uh... On your own again? Yes. How are you feeling? All right, yes. Would you like a biscuit? <laughs> no, thank you. I've got plenty in my locker. Pile high with stuff it is. I have to throw most of it away. I can't eat it all. I'm always getting parcels because my people can't get here. See, they live so far away. Oh, well. So long as you're not lonely. Oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not. You wouldn't like with you after. No, thank you. I expect you want to listen to your headphones. Yes, please. I won't disturb you. Then. No, no, good luck. <laughs> I don't know why she comes to see her husband if she wants to talk to somebody else. <laughs> Roll on four o'clock and get them out of there. <laughs> dear, oh dear, oh dear, look at the parcels being opened. Look at the food being unloaded. Like the Surrey docks in here some afternoon. Anytime, ba bum ba bum bum. I wonder what's on the headphones. How woman's are. How madly interesting. Miss Griselda Plunkett is going to tell us how to fill it addicts. <laughs> oh, yes, I'd better listen to this. This will come in handy, this will. Nothing I want to do more than lie in bed with me leg up, fill it in addicts. <laughs> What's on the other program, then? Oh, dear, Handel's water music. We'll get back to the haddock filleting, I think. Oh, it's changed. It must have been a little haddock. <laughs> uh, what's this then? Lady Pamela Pilkington is going to tell all us ladies how to organise an embassy ball. <laughs> oh, swipe me. How glittering. <laughs> there must be over five million housewives around Stoke-on-Trent who want to know how to throw embassy balls. <laughs> Oh, get off, woman. Are you talking to me? Do you want a biscuit now? No, I don't want a biscuit, dear. I think I'll have a kip. Oh. Oh, my leg itches. Oh, I'd give anything for a good scratch. This plaster, it does irritate when it's hot. I'd give my plate a mince tonight for a pencil to stick down it. Up for tea. Fish paste again, I suppose. Fish paste, let's see. Wednesday, that'll be salmon and shrimp. 
two thin bits of brown bread and a slice of angel cake. <laughs> Build me right up, that will. Oh, well, I think I'll doze off. There he is, third one along. Where? I can't see him. That one there, that big bulge under the bedclothes with a leg up. Oh, he's asleep. Let his leg down. That'll wake him up. No! <laughs> oh! Hello, Hancock. Oh. G'day, Tub. Oh. Oh. Well, how are you feeling, kid? Well, what's the matter with him? Isn't he glad to see us? He better oh. be after coming all this way just to see him. Oh. Wind my leg up. Wind it up. Fancy doing a thing like that. It won't hurt it. It's in plaster, isn't it? It came right down on me, good one. <laughs> Half underweight the plaster of Paris plus a leg. And you know how much my legs weigh. If I have to have the other one strung up as well, I'll go back Oh, shut that. up, Moni. You come all this way to visit you, you might as well at least be present. Well, what are you lot staring at? Go on, turn around, mind your own business. That's it, thank you. Thank you. I'll be very popular when you've gone. <laughs> well, how's it going, Tub? Well, you know, I suppose... You don't have to put a mask on, you won't catch anything. <laughs> I've got a broken leg. You can't catch broken legs. <laughs> what did you have to bring him for? Well, I wanted to come and see how you were getting on. Oh, thank you very much. It's very considerate of you. I've been here three weeks, and now you decide to drag yourself out of bed and come and see how I am. Five hundred yards away, you are. Not one head poked round the door. No inquiries, no postcards, nothing. Very hurt, I am. I thought I had friends. Well, now I know where I stand. And they smell funny, hospitals. It's disinfectant. See, I told you there were germs about. It's to stop us catching anything from you lot. Who doesn't he carry on? Well, I've every right to go on. I lay in here day after day. Nobody came to see me on my own the whole time. And well, we've bought you some things. Oh. Oh, have you? Well, that's very kind of you. I'm, I'm sorry I was a bit niggly. I, I feel rather ashamed of myself going off at you. What have you brought me? Well, we thought you might be hungry, so we bought you something to eat. Oh, that's very nice of you. It really is. Oh, well, here you are. Packet of crisps and a pint of winkles. <laughs> a packet of crisps and a pint of winkles. You've really been to a lot of trouble, haven't you? <laughs> a lot of thought went into that. You staggered out of the pub and you saw the Winkles doll standing there. Oh, yeah, but... Yeah, the we... fact that you know very well I can't stand Winkles didn't deter you in the slightest. Oh, we thought it'd be nice to bring you something. We brought some shrimps as well. Oh, that's better. I like shrimps. Where are they? We ate them on the way over. <laughs> you ate them. You ate the shrimps which I like and bring me the winkles which I can't stand. But we didn't have a pin. Where do you want the crisps? Don't tip them on the counterpane. Well, I thought if I tipped them there, we could all dip into them. Get them off the bed. If I get one of them down my plaster, I've had it. <laughs> A writhing mass of unscratchable itch. 
A packet of crisps and a pint of winkles. Well, if you don't want them, we'll eat them. You got a pin? A liberty. If the doctor comes round and sees you two eating winkles across my bed, what's he going to think? Who oh, is one? Oh, lovely. Come out, you little beauty. <laughs> Disgusting. Well, how are you feeling? Oh, not too bad. They're very pleased with me, actually. I'm going along very well. I'm the best patient they've ever had, so they tell me. Yes, the rest has done me good. I don't think I've ever felt so fit. You don't look too good to me. Now, I mean, winkles, crisps, and now the muckers. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I think. I don't think you look at all well. Well, the doctor does. He says I'm doing marvellously. I have never seen you look so pale. Ashen is more a word. <laughs> what a couple of cheerful Charlies you two are. Well, I suppose it's because you're inside all the time. Yes, that's it. I've got to say it. Bill, I have never seen him looking so ashen, have you? All the years you have known him, have you ever seen him looking so ashen? <laughs> well, do we have to keep talking about my health? Can't we talk about something else? All right. What do you want to talk about? Tell me the news. What's been happening? Guess who I saw yesterday? Who? Uh, what's his name? Uh... Oh, you know. That fellow used to live around the corner. What's his name? Uh... Oh, you know him. Ginger Williams. No, not him. The other one. Oh, I remember the tall bloke with the dark hair who used to go out with it bird from across the... No, 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 not him. What's his name again? Um... Not that funny bloke who used to live with his mother. No, more recent than him. You know him. What's his name? Well, describe him to me. Well, shortish, fairish, medium build, oldish. Well, he looks younger than that, though. Nice fella. Well, you, you know him. Oh, what's his name? His brother went out with that girl. What's her name? <laughs> well, you know her. Uh... Hilda. No, the other one. The little girl who lives down the high street. Ethel. No, that's the one that got married. No, I mean the other one. What's her name? Uh... Well, anyway, I saw him yesterday. <laughs> How was he? Well, just the same. He never changes, does he? Doesn't he? Well, you know him better than I do. Do I? Well, what about him? Well, nothing, nothing. I just saw him, that's all. Oh, go over. What's the time? One hour, 26 minutes to go. I'll never laugh. Have they tested your art since you've been in? <laughs> no, I... Oh, I just wondered. You know, I, I thought they would have. Well, I mean, why should they? Well, it's just a precaution. I mean, you never know, do you? You never know what? Well, nothing, really. It's just that looking at you, I just thought you were looking so ashen. <laughs> I am not looking ashen. You've got ashen on the brain. What's the matter with you? Harry Curtis. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Harry Curtis. He was the bloke I saw yesterday. <laughs> I've never heard of him. <laughs> oh, 
Well, he hasn't changed anyway. <laughs> oh, good luck to him. You want a winkle? No, thank you. <laughs> what? That old boy over there, what's wrong with him? Not so loud, he's in for a checkup. Oh. What are they checking him up for? We don't know, they haven't told him yet. Oh. He looks a bit ashen too, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, I've noticed that. Perhaps he's got the same as you. I haven't got anything. <laughs> got any bananas? Where am I going to get bananas from? Well, I just thought you might have some. Well, I haven't, and I wish I did have, instead of a packet of crisps and a pint of winkles. <laughs> What's the time? I don't know. There's a clock on the wall. Blimey, it's up past three. The big race is on. Hey, can I borrow your headphones? Listen, you're supposed to be visiting me, not listening to the radio. I like this. They're under starter's orders. Unscrew one of the headphones and pass it over. Isn't it marvellous? Give them to and me. Don't be silly. I want to listen to the race. So do I. Give them to me. Hey, got down here, but give us... <laughs> Now, look what you've done. You've broken them. I'll have nothing to listen to all week now. Why don't you leave things alone? The only thing I used to enjoy, me radio. But we can't listen to it either now, can we? And you haven't got any bananas. <laughs> and I've eaten all the winkles. And there's no crisps left. Hey. hey look, look who's down in the end bed. Who? Oh, Arthur Phillips. I haven't seen Arthur for years. Neither have I. I wonder what he's doing in hospital. Poor old Arthur. Must be murder for him stuck in hospital. Let's go over and cheer him up. Hello, Arthur. What are you doing in here, then? Well, of all the nerve. He's got 12 people round his bed already. Well, what about me, then? You on your own again? Do you want a biscuit? Go away, dear. <laughs> Now, wake up, Mr. Hancock. It's tea time. Get your tray up. Oh, well, the, oh, the visitors haven't gone yet, then. No, another ten minutes yet. You haven't got any visitors again, then? Yes, I've got two. My two best friends. There they are down there, laughing and shouting. Well, here's your tea, then. Bread and butter, fish paste and angel cake. Ah, thanks very much. Ah, this looks very nice. A packet of crisps and a pint of winkles. Ah, uh, this is it. I'm going to enjoy this. Hello, Hancock. Oh, you've decided to come back? Yeah, well, it's only another ten minutes. Soon be time to go home. Oh, what a lad he is, that Arthur, isn't he? Yeah, it's a pleasure visiting him. Hello, tea up. Would your two visitors like a cup of tea? Yes, please, dear. Can we have something to eat as well? Sorry, that's for the patients. Oh, never mind. We'll have some of his. <laughs> you won't. That's my tea. I don't get anything more till the mince tonight. You've got three slices here. That's one each. You are not having any. I am hungry. So are we. How can you be so selfish? We take all this trouble coming to visit you. You can at least share your tea with us. Get your hands off my angel cake. Let go. Mind the tray. Mind the... Let me have it. Take the angel cake out of the fish face. Give all I want is a small bit. No. What? Oh, well. Satisfied. That's it, then. All over the floor. Now, none of us get any... And they won't come round again. And there's mince tonight, and I don't like that. 
And all you brought in was a packet of crisps and a pint of winkles. Well, never mind. Don't worry about us. We'll get something in the visitor's canteen on the way out. Oh, dear, what a life. Two hours visiting time can put you back three weeks. <clears throat> What's the time? Another five minutes. Oh, doesn't it drag? Look, why don't you go? There's no point in hanging it out. It's been very nice. I'm glad you came. Now hop it. Oh, no, we came here to see you, and we're not going till the bell rings. Oh, okay. Well, when you've only got two hours a week, you want to make the most of it. Was that the bell? No. Oh. Do you like telling him? Old Granddad Perkins died last week. Oh, look, don't start that for kind. <laughs> well, don't just sit there. Say something. Stone me. You were talking to Arthur Phillips for an hour and a half, non-stop. Surely you've got something to say to me? Anything. Look, something that'll last five minutes. Yeah, I'm fed up with talking. I've got a sore throat laughing so much in Arthur. <laughs> well, I'm so glad he's been cheered up by my visitors. There it is. There it is, the bell. All go home. That's it. Thank you for coming. It's been very nice. Again, it's, it's the telephone in the duty room. Well, look, the bell will be going any moment now. I wouldn't bother to wait. No, we're going to stop till four o'clock. It's the least we can do. Certainly, it'll look bad if the elevator to stop and we go before time. No, 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 no. I, I won't mind. No, we'll stay. Oh. <laughs> I think a bit of that angel cake's got down my plaster. <laughs> I'll be in agony tonight. Shall I poke me fountain pen down and scratch it for you? No, thank you. You've broken everything else round the bed. You leave my leg alone. Roll on four o'clock. <clears throat> Have you had your liver examined? <laughs> Pardon? Your liver. Perhaps that's why you're looking so ashen. Is that all you've got to talk about? Look, I'm quite all right. Well, you know best. But you're the dodgiest-looking one in this ward. I'm not the dodgiest-looking one in this ward. I'm very healthy. Well, I wasn't until two hours ago. There's the bell. <laughs> the bell, the bell. Going home, time. Thank you for coming. It's been very nice. Yes, yes. I have enjoyed your company. If you feel like coming to see me again next week, don't. All right, turn out it. <laughs> Look after yourself. Cheerio, Thomas. Been nice chatting to you. Yeah, and I hope that Ashen's face of yours doesn't mean anything serious. Yes, Come yes. Now. Goodbye. Yes, yes. Bye-bye for now. Bring you some biscuits next time. Go home, dear. There's a good girl. Oh, thank goodness for that. Peace at last. Ah, there you are, Mr. Hancock. Where did you expect me to be? <laughs> now, now, cheeky monkey. Did you have a nice visit now? Oh, yes, yes. Hilarious. Well, I've got some good news for you. The doctor's just phoned. He says I've got to take the plaster off your leg. What now? So soon? Yes, it's healed faster than we expected. He's just had a look at the X-ray. The plaster can come off and you can go home in a couple of days. No more visiting days? No, not for you. Well, come on then, me little darling. Let's get at it. Right. <laughs> We'll get the knife under that little lot and have it off in a jiffy. That's coming nicely, yes. There it comes. Hello, the Nearly done. There. Oh, that's it. Oh, I can't wait to have a good scratch. 
pressure on it. Stand up and take the weight on your good leg. Right, right. Take it slow. Ah, wait a minute, wait, wait. I'm doing it. Wait a minute. Steady, steady. Look, look. I'm standing. I'm standing up. Ah! Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, oh Mr. Hancock, <laughs> what's happened? I, I said, my leg, my other one, get some more plaster quick. <laughs> but, but how did it happen? What did you slip on? Empty winkle shells. <laughs> Hundreds of them. Get the doctor and get me a private room and no visitors. Oh, why don't people leave you alone? That was Hancock's Half Hour, starring Tony Hancock with Sidney James, Bill Kerr, Joan Frank, and Patricia Hayes. Theme and incidental music composed and conducted by Wally Stott, Alan Simpson and Ray Galton wrote the script, and the program which was recorded was produced by Tom Ronald. <laughs>